Postdoc transformation. Postdoc transformation. Postdoc transformation. Invest in your postdoc transformation. Welcome to the seasonal show for scientists leaping into business. In every sponsored episode, we are happy to recommend employers of choice for you. Make sure to check your readiness to leave out of science with us for free as linked in the show notes. For your career transition, we offer customized career transition e-courses and memberships also at graduate schools all over the world. Maybe yours too. And if your university isn't yet our customer, enroll in your free email course for career transition made simple as linked in the show notes. I'm your host, Professor Dr. Elena Sui-Winkles, with my team, who is rooting for you. And let's build your postdoc transformation with this episode. This is our kickoff episode for season three of our postdoc transformation show, and it's called How to Find the Best Graduate School. Well, as you are a brilliant PhD student, postdoc, or even professor who wants to leap into business, I want to thank you so much for listening since 24 episodes. I'm ready to up my podcasting game for you. I've literally built a house to invite selected guests who will bring inspiration, advice and opportunities to our postdoc transformation show that I cannot deliver, but you deserve. So our season three is packed with interviews with experts, leaders, HR people, professors, PhD career advisors. And if you want to know who's going to inspire and empower you, stay tuned until the end of this episode. As you know, I'm a professor for industrial and occupational psychology in Germany in real life. And often my best bachelor students and master students ask me to advise on starting a PhD program. So as season three will be mainly full of interview episodes, I want to dedicate this episode to all the best bachelor and master students worldwide. Maybe this is an episode to share with your best students too. And believe me, they will thank you later. So what's my why for this episode, dear best bachelor or master student? I want you to decide on earning a PhD after a thorough reflection and to find the best graduate school for you. So let's start with the first of two chapters in this episode. Here's what I shared in the Beyond Science magazine on Instagram in the paperback edition and also online. And I'll link to that in the show notes. What advice would you like to give to young scientists? A great performance in your master's degree, lack of job alternatives after the master, reluctance to enter the non-academic job market, all three are wrong reasons to pursue a PhD. If you want to become a scientist for the right reasons, go for it. Do this with due diligence. The chances to become a professor are very small. Academia is not fair for underprivileged, underrepresented and underserved scientists. Some disciplines have better career prospects than others. The nature of delayed and rare gratifications in overall science can be depressing. So please reflect whether you have enough resilience, resources, 
and confidence to endure the tough times in your PhD. Follow role models in social media to make an informed decision prior to start a PhD or a postdoc. Teaser, subscribe to this postdoc transformation show to not miss our selected inspiring PhD holders in business and academia. Then you consider the benefits and opportunity costs of a PhD or even a postdoc or even a professorship. Reflect on your chances to transition your career into industries and business parallel to your research. Why? Because then you don't have to put up with toxic leadership and bad career prospects and low salaries if you have good alternatives. Hey, postdoc transformer, are you curious to ask professors, principal investigators, visiting scientists, postdocs, PhD students, and candidates some in-depth life and career guiding questions? But if it's cringe, so you end up not asking? Buy our postdoc transformation card game to have more fun and valuable insights in your journal club, lab and mentoring meetings, lab rotations, during conferences, panels and breaks at the Mensa. You'll get 10 intriguing mentoring questions per career level. So 10 for PhD students, 10 for postdocs, 10 for professors, 10 for parental scientists, underprivileged and underrepresented and underserved scientists. Check them out with our discount coupon on the Postdoc Transformation shop linked on postdoctransformation.com. Okay, let's go to the second of two chapters in this episode. If you want to do a PhD, by all means, you need to decide on your grad school, especially if you are a gifted, underrepresented, underprivileged and underserved master or bachelor graduate. Yes, you heard me correctly. You can also pursue a PhD right away after your bachelor. Here are some points to consider. Number one, requirements. Some programs accept a certain bachelor degree if it fulfills certain criteria and maybe you just need to add extra courses or exams. Number two, choose your research discipline according to the future of work. How can a specific research topic help many people to embrace the future challenges according to the World Economic Forum. That's research needed and therefore most probably it's better funded. If you wish to dig deeper into the future of work, I have two episodes in season one and two and I will link to them in the show notes. Have you found this episode so far helpful for yourself? Well, maybe you can subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Popping, or wherever you get our show. And also share this episode with your PhD bestie because that would encourage us to help the underprivileged, underrepresented and underserved early career scientists leaping into business. This would also ensure that you don't miss a future episode. Also, our subscription and listening numbers are key for finding the right sponsors for our show so that we can help you for free. And now back to the show. Now let's go back to the factors number three research scholarships and financial aid. Look for universities that offer scholarships, grants or financial aid specifically for underprivileged students to ease the financial burden. Number four, diversity and inclusion programs. Seek schools with robust diversity and inclusion programs that actively support underrepresented students so that there is a more inclusive community. 
those which have it obviously needed it in the first place, but at least they are aware and are somewhat committed to improve. Number five, faculty diversity. Consider the diversity of faculty and staff as this can impact your academic experience and access to mentorship. I can tell you that firsthand, right? So for a very long time, I've been a professor exactly since 10 years now, and I don't see a lot of minority professors. I'm always one of the very few women, people of color, mothers, etc. If you are underrepresented, you deserve role models that are relatable and inspiring for you, not just the ones you cannot emulate. And related to mentoring, please also listen to Mentoring Your Way with Professor Dr. Carlotta A. Berry. And once you have determined your readiness to leap and want to transition into business or industries, then you can enroll in your free email course with 10 actionable bingeable email lessons until you start your job in business. You'll get 10 emails like this. Number one, how to leap out of science. Number two, how to build your sustainable LinkedIn profile. Number three, how to read social media and network. Number four, how to research your favorite jobs and employers. Number five, how to do informational interviews to get insights. Number six, how to create your customized applications with ChatGPT. Number seven, how to prepare your thesis from a business point of view. Number eight, how to apply to your favorite employers. Number nine, how to choose the right job offer. Number 10, how to prepare for your new job. Now back to the factors. Number six, location. Think of the location of the school and whether it aligns with your personal preferences and goals, such as cost of living, job opportunities, and community support. Listen to our very first episode and what I said about geographies where, you know, living is safe for you. Number seven, student support services. I would investigate the availability of support services like counseling, tutoring, career development, which can help underprivileged students to succeed. In that case, I have always recommended my alumni grad school, the Ruhr University of Bochum Research School, as linked in the show notes. Also, check out our episodes on strategies for doing a PhD and strategies for underrepresented PhD students. Number eight, networking opportunities. Look for schools with strong alumni and alumni networks and connections to organizations or industries that align with your career goal. Or maybe you have Ineptus or something like that at your school, at your university, which is a valuable differential networking experience if your PhD does not focus on business. And by the way, did you know that there are programs offering a PhD in entrepreneurship or emerging technologies, etc.? Listen to the episode with Dr. Tina Rezeva as an example. And did you know that we offer deep dive e-course workshops and memberships at graduate schools, maybe also at yours in the future? Ask your graduate school coordinator whether they want to book my services so that I can deliver them to you 24-7, 365 on your mobile device. And even better, if you get us paid by your grad school, we will pay you 50% recurrent sales commissions. So you will earn money with us as we help you and your PhD besties to transition into business. We can build a poster transformation together. Woohoo! Number nine, research opportunities. 
So if you are pursuing a research-oriented program, explore the research opportunities and labs available to you prior to signing the contract. Big name researchers have pros and cons, and sometimes that means that postdocs are the better option as supervisors for you. That doesn't mean that postdocs aren't the better option at all, but instead you should always think of who can also, you know, help you on the way towards becoming a professor or leaving academia altogether. Number 10, community engagement. Consider schools that are actively engaged with and support the surrounding underserved communities, which indicates a commitment to social responsibility. Have you ever wondered how to make your grad school stand out in the crowded landscape of academia? Do you aim to attract the best master students from all over the world to learn from and work with your professors so that your research remains globally recognized and well-funded? Do you wish to repel bad applications which aren't tailored towards your grad school's research profile? Now, let's talk about a powerful branding tool, podcasts. They're a game changer for higher education institutions. As a professor, active on TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, and a podcast host and producer of this postdoc transformation show, I'm here to encourage all the graduate school representatives to think beyond the conventional marketing mechanisms. Instead of being one of many vendors at a time-limited grad school fair, why not create a podcast that showcases your grad school as the ultimate destination for the world's best master's students. Share inspiring and encouraging stories of your top PhD students, high-profile alumni, your faculty, and the incredible opportunities your grad school offers. A podcast can be a window into your school's vibrant community, its cutting-edge research, and unique experiences. And in times of AI-generated marketing material, a podcast with your academic leaders in real life is a very human and innovative way to attract prospective PhD students. You can inform them every day, everywhere, not just during the typical grad school application seasons. This would prepare your best candidates for the application. Even better, you can support and make your current PhD students and postdocs visible for the next career steps in academia or business. Remember, successful graduates elevate your grad school's reputation. So, if you are a university chancellor, grad school dean, speaker, consider this. By launching a podcast for your grad school, you can elevate your grad school's brand and tell aspiring scientists and employers what makes your grad school the best choice with scalable evergreen content. If you're interested, forward this to your marketing representative and get our list of 30 sample episode titles customizable for your grad school podcast and just enter an email address on my website www.postdoctransformation.com as linked in the show notes. As a seasoned professor and podcaster, I'm also happy to strategize about how you can launch your grad school podcast on Podbean, the podcast hosting platform we use for the Postdoc Transformation Show, supporting scientists leaping into business. Number 11, financial planning. Well, a PhD costs a lot, whether it's fees or your lifetime. So create a detailed 
financial plan to understand the costs associated with graduate school and explore options like work-study programs. And please don't work as a clerk, waiter, or whatever. There are future-proof ways to earn money during a PhD. After all, you know, you are already a bachelor or master. So by the way, let me know if I should dedicate an episode on how to earn money as a PhD student. Number 12, talk to current students. Connect with current students who share similar backgrounds and experiences to get insights whether your school that you are interested in is really inclusive and supportive. How well are diverse students really when you offer them to buy a coffee or pizza for some real talk? And prior to meeting them, listen to the red flags that indicate that your career is at risk episode of the Postdoc Transformation Show so that you can ask them about red flag. Number 13, use your application essays to highlight your unique background and experiences which can make you a compelling candidate. Let me know whether I should invite PhD program admissions experts so that you can learn how to write a winning application. Number 14, Track record of successful PhD holders in business and academia. Well, as we all know, most of the PhD students won't become a professor, so what is the rest doing? Well, check out your potential grad school's alumni and alumna on LinkedIn. Are they relatable, inspiring? Are they role models for you? Have they achieved something that makes you think a PhD from that grad school is worth it? And if you don't know any other questions that you can ask for finding the right grad school, please also check out my postdoc transformation card game series with full of questions that you can ask current PhD students. So speaking of which, maybe we're talking about role models that are more advanced further down the road. So. I'm excited to share with you our guest list for season three and four because I have more than 12 episodes already planned out because so many have said yes to my requests. So we've got Dr. Tina Rizova, Dr. Asher Ruba, Dr. Emily Rosenthal, Dr. Sonia Uland, Dr. Rima Ray, Professor Dr. Christine Eichhorn, Dr. Luna Munoz, Emilia Miller, Dr. Gertrude Nontra, Professor Dr. Ramona Kutri, Dr. Holly Prescott, Dr. Yvette Martinez Wu, Daisy Dobreva, Mike Stelter, and so many more. I am daily adding new guests to my list and I can't wait to celebrate them with you and for you because they will inspire you, dear Postdoc Transformers. They share their experiences as entrepreneurs, experts, leaders, HR people, professors, and seasoned PhD career advisors. Remember, you are a postdoc transformer. You are highly intelligent, well-educated, a bachelor, master, and maybe you have already your doctor under your belt, or you are a postdoc. You are internationally experienced, fluent in English, a leader and expert in your prior research field. You're resilient, brilliant in adaptation and problem solving. You are eager to bring in the transferable and monetizable skills needed in many companies to embrace the future and to become or remain an innovator in their markets. So, taken together. Chapter 1. If you want to become a scientist for the right reasons, go for it. 
Chapter two had fifteen factors altogether: requirements, research discipline according to the future of work, research scholarships and financial aid, diversity and inclusion programs, faculty diversity, location, student support services, networking opportunities, research opportunities, community engagement, financial planning, application essays, track record of. Successful PhD holders in business and academia, and mentoring questions that you can ask for finding the right graduate school. Remember, your situation is unique, and finding the right graduate school requires a tailored approach. It's essential to consider your specific needs and goals when making your decision, so that you own your postdoc transformation from day one of grad school. Do you want a transcript of our episode? And Our episode sponsors answers to all six bold questions, so that you can choose to apply. Do you want to nominate your potential employer of choice, so that we can ask them our bold questions? For all of that, click on our links in our show notes and on our website www.postdoctransformation.com. Remember to check your readiness to leap out of science and to enroll in our free email course, Career Transition Made Simple. Thanks for your attention. I'm Professor Dr. Elna Sui Winkers, the host of your seasonal postdoc transformation show. Postdoc transformation.